Carey Show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, Harold Perry as Honest Harold, the homemaker. Well, let's pay another visit to the little town of Melrose Springs, home of that popular radio entertainer, Honest Harold the Homemaker. It's lunchtime now, and Harold is wending his way toward home and Mother's Meatloaf. But Harold has more important things than food on his mind. He's daydreaming of his fair lady friend, Flora Bell. Yeah, Flora Bell, sweet. <laughs> we sure had a wonderful time last night dancing at the Moose Room. Love is the sweetest thing. Mother, Oh, I... hello, Harold. Oop. <laughs> Didn't see you there. I've been waiting for you, Harold. Oh, something wrong? Marvin play hooky? No. Cousin Raymond's here. Oh, he is? Yes. He came over from Charlieville on the bus this morning. He wants to see you. Why the mystery, Mother? He seems very upset, Harold. I think he's had a quarrel with Gloria. Oh, a uh, little love trouble, eh? Well, I'll go in and have a talk with the boy. Just call me Dorothy Dick's mother. <laughs> well, hello, Raymond. Oh, hello, Cousin Harold. Uh, haven't seen much of you since you moved to Charlieville. Yeah. Uh, how are things between you and our little switchboard operator, Gloria? Gloria. You two lovebirds have a quarrel? <sighs> Stop doing that, Raymond. You're swallowing too much air. Now, what's the trouble? Well, it's pretty serious, Harold. You know, ever since I moved to Charlieville, I phone Gloria long distance every night at 6 o'clock. Oh, yes. That's when the rates change. <laughs> Go on, Raymond. Well, I always say, hello, Gloria. And she says, hello, Raymond. Well, that's a good way to start a conversation. Well, Harold, last night something terrible happened. What's that? When I called up, I said, hello, Gloria. But she said, hello, Frank. <laughs> Frank? Yeah. My name's Raymond. Yeah, I know that. Then why did she call me Frank? I don't know, Raymond. Didn't you ask her? No. I got so mad I hung up. Yeah, well, I wouldn't worry about it, my boy. Why, I bet there's no such person as this Frank. What? If I know women, and I think I do, <laughs> Gloria's just trying to make you jealous. You think so? Sure. Now, if you want the advice of Honest Harold, the homemaker, my boy, just beat her at her own game. When you see her, act unconcerned. Be nonchalant. Light them your ad. I don't smoke. <laughs> well, chew some gum, then. Just remember, keep her guessing. Well, all right, Harold, I'll try it. Gee, do you think do you think it'll really work? Sure. Women are like an open book, Raymond. Say, think I'll drop over to Flora Bell's and read a few pages. <laughs> yeah. Think I'll tease Flora Bell a little bit. Act like I'm not going to take her to the movies tonight. Yes, sir. You got to keep women guessing. <laughs> Why, hello, Harold. Oh, hello, Flora Bell. Come on in. Well, if you insist. 
It was nice of you to drop by to see me, Hal. Yes, I, I guess it was. <laughs> what? Oh, Harold. Well, shall we sit down here on the sofa together? Sofa? No, thanks. I think I'll just sit over here on this straight chair. It'll improve my posture. My, you're acting awfully strange. I am? Got her guessing already. <laughs> I don't know why you're so cool. After we had such a wonderful time last night waltzing in the moose room. Last night in the moose room? Oh, yes, it was rather enjoyable. Excellent shrimp cocktail. Harold, you didn't act like this when you said toodaloo on the porch last night. And when you asked me to go to the movies with you tonight. Oh, did I ask you to go to the movies tonight? You certainly did. Well, Flora Bell, I sort of got my dates mixed up. Harold, you mean there's another girl? Well, I get around, you know. Sure, I'm the fellow that put the spring in Melrose Springs. <laughs> and you're not going to take me to the movies? Maybe not. Hope you won't be too disappointed. Disappointed? I think it's wonderful. Huh? <laughs> There's another man who wants to come over and see me tonight. But, Floribelle, you promised to go out with me. Oh, you won't mind. You have that other girl. I do? I mean... Oh, I hope you have a good time with your date. I know I will with mine. Floribelle, you can't do this. Goodbye, Harold. I'm going. Stop pushing. <laughs> Wonder who she has a date with. Wonder if she likes him better than she does me. Hello, Harold. Oh, hello, Raymond. Harold, I got some wonderful news. Gloria and I are back together again. Why? I took your advice. I just acted nonchalant and it worked. It did? Yeah. Boy, you sure got a system with women. Thanks for explaining it. Oh, it's all right, my boy. And would you mind explaining it to me? <laughs> <laughs> How could Flora Bell do this to me? I wonder if she really has a date tonight. She could have just said that to make me jealous. Sure. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> hello, hey. oh, Hello, you old horse doctor. Eh, what seems to be funny? Well, Flora Bell told me there was another man in her life, and for a minute I believed her. Ah, <laughs> uh, mm. there is another man in her life. Huh? How do you know, Doc? Did you see him with Flora Bell? No, but somebody else did. Who? Well, I don't like to repeat gossip. <laughs> Doc, you've carried more tales than they have at the dog pond. <laughs> oh. Well, I heard it when I was shopping this morning at Schroeder's grocery store. I went in to get some ground round steak for Torrance Mayerdale. He likes it medium rare. <laughs> Good. Go on, Doc. Well, while I was standing at the meat counter, Mrs. Kinsella came up and whispered something in my ear. She told you about Flora Bell? No, she told me the A&P was having a sale on kumquat. <laughs> Doc, I don't care about the kumquats. Well, I don't like them either. I didn't buy any. <laughs> Let's start over, Doc. Now, who told you about Flora Bell? Oh, oh, Mrs. Mrs. Mullendorf. She said she was going by Flora Bell's house this morning, and she saw her on the front porch talking to a strange man. Doc, that doesn't mean anything. A lot of people talk to strange men. I don't. 
Did Mrs. Mullendorf say what this fellow looked like? Well, she couldn't see him very well, Harold. It was her sister's turn to wear the bifocals. (laughs) Well, just because she saw her talking to a man on the front porch doesn't... Uh, What's that? Oh, my goodness. Old Mr. Walker and his tractor. Howdy, Doctor. Hi, Olga. Say, Sonny, how's your love life? What? From what I hear, something new has been added. (laughs) (laughs) What are you laughing about, Mr. Walker? Don't tell me you saw a man on Florabelle's front porch. No, I seen him going in the house. In the house? I told you, (laughs) You keep out of this, Doc. Well, I guess this fellow wasn't much to look at, huh, Mr. Walker? Yeah, that's what you think, Sonny. He was tall, dark, and handsome. Tall, dark, and handsome? Yeah, kind of Latin-looking. Long sideburns. Looks something like that movie actor, Caesar Sombrero. (laughs) Well, just because he went in the house doesn't mean anything. He could have been the plumber. Never heard a plumber playing the guitar and singing love songs. Love songs? Yeah. When I walked by, he was really hooping it up on old Solomio. He was? Yeah, Solomio. Oh, Solomio. Okay, Walker. Oh, yes, I remember that. What? Oh, Solomio. Oh, Solomio. Oh, so long. still home? Oh, yes, Mother. I thought you were going to the movies tonight. Well, there's been a change of plans, Mother. I'm going to stay home and read this Florabelle uh, magazine. Oh. You sure you feel all right, Harold? You didn't eat much dinner. Didn't you like the Spanish rice? Please, Mother, that reminds me of something unpleasant. Well, I'll make you some hot cocoa after a while. Yeah, thank you, Mother. <laughs> Florabelle. Never thought she'd throw me over for a fellow with sideburns. Guitar strummer, too. Wonder what they're doing right now. Probably holding hands between cadenzas. (laughs) Suppose she thinks I'm jealous. Suppose she thinks I'm going over and spy on them. Well, she's right, I am. thought I'd be sneaking around Florabelle's house like this. But I gotta see what old Sideburns looks like. Think I'll tiptoe around the side of the house and peek in the dining room windows. Yeah. Be real quiet, so long. What a place for a can box. In the driveway. Why doesn't Florabelle... Who's there? There she is. Is somebody out there? I said, is somebody out there? Meow. Oh, it's the cat. That's what she thinks. <laughs> hey, I make a pretty good cat. Meow. <laughs> Meow. 
Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that wasn't me. Oop, go away, cat. You got me mixed up with somebody else. Go on, beat it. Scat. Well, anyway, I attract cats. I'll just work my way up to the window. Oop. I'm in a rose bed. And I'll stand on this box. I'll be able to see it. Oop. There he is. Standing by the fireplace. He is kind of handsome at that. Looks like George Raft in elevator shoes. <laughs> Shiny black hair. Must use stay-comb. Yes. And Flora Bell's all dressed up. Gee, she looks beautiful in her off-her-shouldered organdy. Uh-oh. Uh Picking up his guitar. Listen to him. Eight strings show off. I wish he was there right now. Sweeter love affair. Sweeter love affair. <laughs> arms around me. Oop. Your eager lips like wine. Step outside, you gigolo, and say that while <laughs> there goes the box. Oh! <laughs> Ouch. Darn these thorns. Who is that out there? Why, Harold. Oh, hello, Florabelle. How are things in old Sacramento? <laughs> what are you doing sitting in the middle of my roses? You ruin them. They're not doing me any good either. <laughs> you interrupted Senor Roberto. Senor Roberto sounds like a nickel cigar. <laughs> well, it's this way, Florabelle. Good you night, Mr. Hemp. Oop. Oop, she pulled the blind down, too. Uh, might as well pick myself up and go home. In the story of Sorrento. Oh, shut up. Return for the second act of our story, Honest Harold, in just a moment. Tonight, Burl Ives and the Cass County Boys pay a visit to Bing Crosby. The CBS Wednesday night fight card will feature middleweights Artie Damon and Jimmy Herring. And be sure to listen at the end of this program for a special announcement concerning the Honesty Award by Harold Perry. And now, back to Harold Perry as Honest Harold, the homemaker. While Honest Harold has spent a sleepless night, his sweetheart, Florabelle, seems to have found a new interest, the guitar-strumming, romantic-looking Senor Roberto, and Harold is suffering from the pangs of jealousy. Yeah, pangs. But this morning, Harold is determined to forget all about Florabelle and Roberto. He's going to bury himself in his work. Yeah, work. Right now, he's just entering the radio station with a resolute air and a firm step. Yeah, air. Good morning, Gloria. Oh, good morning, Raymond. 
Gloria. <laughs> this is Harold. Oh, good morning, Harold. Uh, what's the matter with you? Oh, I just feel kind of dreamy. I went to the movies last night with Raymond. Oh, yeah, I see. <laughs> and you're still daydreaming about Raymond. Oh, no. Rudolph Valentino. What? <sighs> they showed one of his old pictures last night, the gaucho. The hoocho? Oh, he's so romantic-looking. Shiny black hair, flashing eyes, long sideburns. Oop, just like Roberto. Oh, he's the kind of man no woman could resist. She sure couldn't. Oh, and Harold, you should have watched that love scene. I did till the box broke. <laughs> he showed a close-up of his nostrils quivering, and a woman in the third row fainted. Zoink. They carried her out, and she'd only finished half her popcorn. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Oh, gee. I wish there were a romantic man like that in Melrose Springs. Oh, there is, Senor Roberto. Who? If, never mind, Gloria. I'll see you later. I'll be in my office. <sighs> what chance have I got against one of those lover boys? Nobody ever looked at me and fainted. Except the time I walked into the Young Republicans Club wearing a Harry Truman mask. <laughs> oh, well. Hello, Hank. Hello, Doc. What are you doing in here? Well, I know you're pretty broken up about floor bell, old friend, so I've come down to help you. Well, that's real nice of you, Doc. Oh, that's all right. Uh, when the skies are dark, who comes peeping through like a ray of sunshine? <laughs> Me. <laughs> okay, Sunshine, whistle the patter. What's your idea? Well, Hart, I went to see that Rudolph Valentino picture last night. Oh, my goodness. Don't tell me you were the one that fainted. No, I was the one who finished your popcorn. <laughs> All right, go on, Doc. Seeing that picture gave me a great idea how you can win Floribel back. Oh, what's that? Hart, why don't you be a gaucho? Huh? Sure. Get yourself one of those South American costumes. Show Florabelle you can be romantic, too. Uh, me? A gaucho doc? That's stupid. No, it isn't. Now, what would she think if she saw you riding up to her window on my horse, Silver Moon? She'd think I was crazy. <laughs> now, Harold. Why, you could play a guitar and serenade her, too. Uh, serenade her? Sure. Well, I bet you can sing better than he can. Well, I guess I can at that. Might be worth a try, Doc. That's the spirit, Hal. Why, when Florabelle sees you, she'll think you're another Rudolph Valentino. Okay, Doc. I'll do it. Hey, watch this. What's the matter, Hal? You got the stemper? <laughs> no, Doc, I'm making my nostrils quiver. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how do I look in this outfit, Mother? Well, it's... It's very different, Harold. Doesn't it choke you the way that hat ties under your chin? Oh, no, no. All gauchos wear these. And boots like these, too. And these roomy pants. Sure nice of the Bijou Theater manager let me borrow this outfit. Got to get it back by 7 o'clock tonight, though. He has to wear it to advertise the picture. Oh, yes. Well, I guess Florabelle will be kind of surprised when I ride up in this outfit. Oh, yes, I suppose she will. <laughs> oh, Harold, that's Mr. Walker. Will you please let him in? I want to take off this apron. But, Mother, I'm... I'm, I'm uh, oh, well, all right. Why did Mother ever get a boyfriend like old Mr. Walker? 
Hello, Mr. Walker. Hello, son. I... Well, I declare, Rudolph Vaselino. <laughs> okay, come on in and leave the jokes outside. Mm. What are you wearing them bloomers for? <laughs> Going out for the girls' basketball team? <laughs> Very funny. I will see you later, Mr. Walker. Yeah, you better keep that string tied under your chin, sonny. You don't want to lose your head. Lose <laughs> your head. I'd like to lose him. Goodbye. Now, Harris, why don't you get on Silver Moon now, and we'll see how you look. <laughs> well, okay, Doc. <laughs> Wait till I hang this guitar around my neck. Now, now, I'll boost you up on Silver Moon. Boost me up? With that sway back of hers, I'll just step down. Uh-oh. Ah, she heard you. Uh. Oh, he didn't mean it, Silver Moon, honey. Uh. <laughs> Heaven's sake, let's get this over with, Doc. Well, here goes. Yeah. Hold still, Silver Moon. Come on, now. Yep. Uh. Yeah. Can ride this horse and walk at the same time. <laughs> oh, Harry! Why, you and Silver Moon make a wonderful picture. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till Floribel looks out the window and sees you. I don't know, Doc. Maybe I ought to give up this whole idea. She may just think I look silly. Oh, now, Harold, she'll love it. Uh, now, why don't you rehearse singing and riding at the same time, like those uh, singing cowboys in the movies? Well, all right, Doc. Come on, Silver Moon. We'll go around the barn. Giddy up. <laughs> Silver Moon, quit jiggling. Good thing my hat's tied on. Now let's hear you sing, Harold. Okay. Sound like Tony Martin under a vibrator. Why, how is that you? Oh, Florabelle. Oh, hello. I mean... Buenos dias. <laughs> what are you doing in that costume? Uh, well, I am. Um, uh, oh, I was coming over to your house uh, to serenade you. Serenade me in that outfit? Well. Oh, <laughs> Well. What's the matter? You look so. <laughs> I do? Yes, I do look pretty funny. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Harold, but I just couldn't help laughing. It's all right. Go right ahead. Guess I'm not the Valentino type like your boyfriend, Roberto. Harold, Roberto is my boyfriend. He's a guitar salesman. Huh? <laughs> he came to my door yesterday morning, and then I invited him back because you were being so fancy about your other date. Did I make my little boy jealous? Jealous? No. Harold, you don't have to try to change yourself for me. I like you just the way you are. You do? Mm, yes. But as long as y'all dressed up like that, why don't you serenade me now, my big, handsome gaucho? Yeah. Well, if you really want me to. Of course I do. Okay, hold my horse. <laughs> Wait till I adjust my capo here. Yeah. 
Bésame, bésame mucho Each time I cling to your kiss I hear music divine me mucho Hold me my darling and say that you'll always be mine This joy is something new My arms enfolding you Never knew this thrill before ever thought I'd be Holding you close to me Whispering at you I adore Dearest one If you should leave me Each little dream would take wing And my life would be through Love me forever and make all my dreams come true. Ah, that was wonderful. <laughs> How about singing another chorus? Oh, I haven't got time. Got to get this costume back to the Bijou by 7 o'clock. Oh. And Flora Bell, watch this. Well, Harold, your nostrils are quivering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Silver Moon. He can do it, too. <laughs> Giddy up, Roberto. <laughs> Now, Harold Perry. Thank you, Bob. I want to thank all of you who have sent in letters recommending some youngster you know for our Honesty Awards. Our committee, which includes actor Kirk Douglas, Sheriff Biscalous of Los Angeles County, and yours truly, have selected for our first award young Ralph Harding of 506 South 2nd East, Brigham City, Utah. Ralph Harding found a wallet containing $90 in cash that Mrs. Verder Knobel of Brigham City, Utah, dropped out of her car near Ralph's school. Mrs. Knobel had just cashed her husband's paycheck, and in her haste to return home to prepare dinner for said hubby, had dropped the wallet from the car. Before she had a chance to even discover her loss, Ralph was at her door to return it. He had looked in the wallet and found Mrs. Knobel's name inside, and he even refused to take her award. Congratulations, Ralph Harding of Brigham City, Utah. I hereby dub you Honest Ralph <laughs> and award you a Wittenauer watch, that distinguished member of the Longine Wittenauer family of dependable watches. And thank you, Mrs. Knobel, for writing to us about Ralph. Radio friends, if you know of some outstanding deed of honesty done by some boy or girl, please write and tell me about it. From the listeners we, uh, letters we receive, rather, one outstanding deed of honesty will be selected each week, and the deserving youngster will receive a beautiful Wittenauer watch. 
We feel this recognition will encourage honesty in others and help combat juvenile delinquency. Send your letters to me, Harold Perry, Columbia Broadcasting System, Hollywood 28, California. I'll repeat that. Harold Perry, Columbia Broadcasting System, Hollywood 28, California. Thank you, and good night, folks. You have just heard the Harold Perry Show, Honest Harold. The supporting players tonight included Jane Morgan, Shirley Mitchell, Cliff Arquette, Eddie Firestone, James Widener, David Light, and featured Gloria Holiday as Gloria and Joseph Kearns as old Doc Yak Yak. Norman McDonald directed, and the music was composed and conducted by Jack Meekin. Honest Harold, created by Harold Perry, was written by Gene Stone and Jack Robinson. Don't forget the letters, folks. Three of the screen's outstanding stars, Charles Boyer, Jeff Chandler, and Dick Powell, are to be heard on Suspense this month. Tomorrow night, Charles Boyer will be heard in a brand new suspense drama entitled Another Man's Poison. Stay tuned now for The Bing Crosby Show, which follows immediately on most of these same CBS stations. Bob Lamont speaking. This is CBS, where you meet Mr. Keene, tracer of lost persons, every Thursday night, the Columbia Broadcasting System. <laughs> <laughs>